Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to our midweek podcast from Avila Presbyterian Church. Trust that you're all keeping uh, safe and well through these days of lockdown. As we gather together this evening, let me just continue uh, to highlight that at this time, uh, we uh, are not able to open our church building for Sunday worship. It is hoped for the first Sunday in March that we will uh, be able to again open our doors for people to come to Sunday worship. So please continue to pray for that. Uh, we as a session are going to meet uh, this week on Zoom uh, to discuss plans for reopening. So please uh, do continue to keep us and those plans in your prayers. Until then, please do keep um, uh, watching this, the online services from our YouTube channel starting at 11 a.m. every uh, Sunday morning. Uh, and uh, please do continue, as I know you are, uh, sharing uh, the links uh, with others and sharing the links to this podcast as well with others. It has been a real encouragement to hear many people being able to hear the services over this time. Well, as we come together this evening, I want to begin, uh, we're going to continue in the studies of Psalm 119 as we look at another section of it this evening. But as we begin, I want to take us right back to the start of the Psalter uh, as I read the first three verses of Psalm 1. Psalm 1 begins, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seats of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. As we come to God's word this evening, we recognize the blessing of it, the joy uh, of being able to know of God's hand upon us in all that we may face. With this in mind, let us come to our God now in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity, Lord, uh, to gather in your name again, Lord, to recognize uh, that as we take time out of our day, as we uh, look uh, to make time in our lives for you, Lord, that you will bring light into the world around us. That you may bring joy, Lord, of what you are able to do in our lives. That we may have that uh, peace that only you can give. In a world, Lord, where there is so much darkness, where there is so much fear, Lord, we give you thanks that you long to direct and guide us in all that we may do. Heavenly Father, we come before you this evening, longing for you to search our lives. Lord, recognizing we all too easily uh, build habits into our life, Lord, that are not of you. We go and search for things, Lord, uh, for our own gain, for the joy of this world rather than the joy of you. And so we confess, Lord, the times in which we rebel against you the foolishness of our lives. And we ask, Lord, that as we take this time with you, that we may know that, that wonder of your grace and love towards us. 
that we may know, Lord, of what it means to rest completely in you. Heavenly Father, we pray by your spirit this evening. As we listen uh, to the podcast, as we take time to read your word, we ask, Lord, put out awareness of your love to us in all that we may do. We ask this now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. Well, as we um, come to worship God, we're going to begin with our first item of praise, entitled Grace. Uh, It is one uh, of uh, Jonathan Ray's pieces, uh, City of Light. Uh, And let us listen to this this praise, Grace.
Well, as uh, we come to God's Word this evening, please turn with me uh, to Psalm 119. And this evening, we're going to look at the section verses 129 to 136. Uh, So Psalm 119, and we're going to read uh, starting at verse 129. This is the Word of God. Your statutes are wonderful, therefore I obey them. The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. I open my mouth and pant, longing for your commandments. Turn to me and have mercy on me, as you always do to those who love your name. Direct my footsteps according to your word. Let no sin rule over me. Redeem me from human oppression that I may obey your precepts. Make your face shine on your servant and teach me your decrees. Streams of tears flow from my eyes, for your law is not obeyed. Here, we end the reading of God's word uh, to us this evening. As we come to this passage, let us come to God again in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that as we turn to your word, you open our eyes to your wonder, to the the joy, Lord, of being loved by you. And so, Lord, we pray by your spirit this evening. We pray that for that awareness of what it means to seek you, to know, Lord, that you uh, long to give us the, the joy of following you. We ask this now, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, all through this psalm, there is that sense of real passion, of a love for what God uh, is looking to do in the psalmist's life, of a joy of following his word, knowing that there's nothing greater in life than can be done than following the way of the Lord. And this section begins with wonder. Your statutes are wonderful, therefore I obey them. And it ends in tears. The streams of tears flow from my eyes. But mostly in this psalm, in this section, it is wonder. The tears only really come in the last verse. The theme of wonder At grace appears with the light of verse 130, a plea to be gracious in verse 132, and the shining face of God in verse 135. This is where the psalmist finds great wonder in the way of the Lord. It holds together the light of God's word and the light of God's face. God turned his face towards him, acknowledging him. There's two real parts in this section. Firstly, in verse 129 to verse 132, the psalmist's prayer that the word would give light in his life. I wonder if you've ever been sitting in a dark room and outside of the uh, room, uh, the the, or the outside of the, the room, there is a very bright light. 
and it just takes someone to begin to open a door or a curtain and the light will flood in. You start seeing things in a room that you've never seen before. Even a crack in the curtain or, or the door and the light floods in. The Word of God is like that in our lives. You don't have to wait until you're an expert before you begin to get to understand it. But a little creak, a little opportunity to read it brings light into our lives, starts to show us what is all around us. We begin to understand the ways of God little by little. It is only by the word of God that we become wise and gain understanding. Without it, we are ignorant, we are foolish, we are blinded by the beauty and the the greatness of what God has for us in this world. All of us walk uh, by nature in darkness, but here we have light freely available to us through God's Word. As God's Word is unfolded and opened up to us, light is brought into our lives. Now yes, you may say uh, to me, there are times when I'm following God when it's difficult. At times when I feel that I'm reading and I'm looking to follow God, Yet I never, I, I, I struggle to feel his presence. That he may not exist uh, in his presence uh, 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 each and every day in my life. But if we are guided by feelings and experience, we will often conclude that God does not love us. But as we take time and uh, remind ourselves again and again, about the word of God, about the character of God, the way of God, who consistently responds to those who love his name with his grace. This is what the psalmist prays for in these verses. To continue to know of the way of God, not resting in his feelings or the experiences that he faces each day but resting on the truths of God's word, God's word. Resting on what it means to uh, understand his ways and all that he may face. And as we look to the second half of this section, the camera, if you will, pans out to not just show the relationship between the believer and God, but also it pans out to show the forces that threaten that relationship. So in verses 135 uh, to 138, we recognize the need for God's uh, light in our lives because we are surrounded by darkness. We are surrounded uh, by forces that would look to pull us away from him. It reminds us of that picture of Cain in in Genesis 4. He was told in verse 6, like Cain, sin is crouching at the door and desires to master him. 
It is only by the grace of God uh, that our steps stay steady and sin will not gain power over us. We are surrounded uh, without and filled within with passions that threaten to engulf us. So to walk with steady steps, free from the power of sin, is a blessing brought by God. It's a joy that his word brings as it shines light into our lives. And this joy is that personal relationship with God, to know of his grace each and every day. As God shines on us by his grace, he teaches us uh, his ways. It is a work of grace when God shapes our lives to walk in the way of his word. This is what the psalmist is longing for each and every day as he looks to his word. And as uh, there is great passion uh, of God's word, as there is love and wonder at the grace of the word of God, also, in the last verse, verse 136, there is the flip side of grief. The last verse is powerful and surprising. We see a shift of focus from an upward, uh, upwards to a loving God to looking outwards to a world in darkness, to people who are rebellious against God. And the more the psalmist is aware of the great personal blessing of God's face shining on him, God turning to him, God keeping his steps steady, the more desperately sad he is to contemplate those around him who do not go his way. He weeps not because he has an pain, not because those around him don't share his religious hobby, but because they do not keep God's instruction. They do not know the wonder and joy it is to know a personal relationship with their God. Just think of that picture in Luke 19. As Jesus wept over Jerusalem, so the psalmist here shed streams of tears at a lost world around who could not care less about God's law. Another example of this is found in Acts 17, as Paul's in Athens, and he looks around him to see a city full of idols. The instruction of the Lord is not being kept. Here, it compels Paul. Uh, to begin to share God's word, to show others what it means to know of real and lasting light that shines. I wonder as we look around us, does it move us to tears? At times it ought to. As the psalmist longs to be kept in the way of the word, he grieves deeply over a world that does not share that longing. Here, we look to know of that joy of what it means to seek God's word through every circumstance that we face. But also, 
to know the need and to share it with others. Not to keep it uh, to yourselves, thinking that this is something just for me, but to look at what it means to bring light into the world around us, to open those doors and curtains so that light shines into others' lives, to know the beauty and the blessing of the Lord Almighty working in their lives. This could be many ways of doing, and I know sometimes uh, people uh, uh, do not want to hear, and it proves very difficult to, to share God's word, but maybe it's as simple as just saying a little, uh, um, sharing a prayer with them that you find helpful, sharing one or two verses uh, that you've read that day that you find encouraging and helpful, or even maybe it's just sharing your story about what God has done in your life, recognizing that even when people do not know it, this is the very thing that they need more than anything else to know that the creator of this world, the one who is able to do all things, is showing them love, is showing them joy of what it means uh, to follow him. Let us share this light to others in all that we may do. As we think of this, we're going to listen to our next item of praise now. Well-known piece, again, sung by Jonathan Ray. Let us listen to the words of Amazing Grace. Savior has ransomed me. 
Well, as we come to the end of our podcast this evening, as we do each week, we're going to take some time now in prayer for others. And as we do that, uh, let me share with you again some more verses uh, from uh, the Psalms. Uh, this time, uh, a Psalm of David, uh, Psalm 20. And I want to read uh, the last uh, verses of this Psalm from 6 to 9. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He answers him from his holy heaven with the saving power of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They are brought to their knees and fall, but we rise up and stand. O Lord, save the king, answer us when we call. This is the God who we are able to come before, knowing that he will rise us up, that we are able to stand firm, not in our own strength and our own ability, but we stand in his grace and love, knowing that as we come before him in prayer, he will answer us. Let us take time now and prayer for others. Heavenly Father, we come before you this evening. Lord, knowing the, uh, uh, the fear and anger, knowing the lostness of the world around us. And Lord, we long for your grace to be known. The joy, Lord, of what it means to have Jesus in our lives to know Lord of what it means to rest in him through all things Lord we lift up before you those who are finding life so difficult at this time Lord we lift up to you those who are battling ill health at this time asking Lord that they may know uh, of your, your strength and your comfort through these days and Lord, as they uh, maybe await uh, test results or await operations, we ask, Lord, uh, of your gracious and loving hand to be upon them in all that they may do. Lord, we lift up before you those who uh, are fearful about what uh, will happen through these days regarding their their job, regarding their um just their personal um, uh, situations. Asking, Lord, that you may continue to guide and direct them. Lord, that in all that they do, their first steps is to come before you, to come before uh, the God of heaven, to know, Lord, that this is where they will find security and hope in all that they may do. Lord, we pray for those who are hurting at this time. We pray for those who have lost loved ones, who uh, have, been, uh, uh, have been broken, and ask, Lord, that they may know of your hand upon them, looking uh, to continue to lift them up, to help them, Lord, in all that they may face. And Lord, also we ask, Lord, for those who are in need at this time, Lord, we pray that they may find help 
Uh, and Lord, that we, uh, as uh, your people, Lord, may have open eyes and open uh, arms, Lord, to look to help when needed. That the people may be able uh, to seek help and it may be found. Lord, we recognize limitations that we are under. We recognize a great restrictions, Lord, that a year ago we would never have thought of. But Lord, we pray that in you we have that great awareness of what, how we may be able to serve, to love one another as you have first loved us. Lord, we continue over these weeks to pray for our young people. Lord, as they face the uncertainty of their education, as they face, Lord, many questions about what their future will look like, we ask again, Lord, that they may know of great security and joy in you, that they may learn to rest in you through all things. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity, Lord, uh, to focus on you this evening, to have that joy of what it means uh, to know your light in our lives, to know in all uh, that may be taken away from us in this world, you are eternal. You are a constant that we can uh, rest in, and we give you thanks for this. Lord, we pray for one another this evening that we may know your gracious and loving ways working in our lives. And we ask this now, in Jesus' loving name, amen. Thank you for listening, everyone, this evening. Uh, may you know God's rich blessing uh, through this week ahead. Let us finish together with the words of the benediction. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.